All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. How are you doing? How are you? Listen, cheers for liking, cheers for subscribing and sharing it with your family and friends and all your kinfolk. I appreciate that. Of course, I'm here on wherever you listen to it, right? Tell them all. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, any, anywhere. I'm not going to go through the whole rundown of where I am. I'm pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. If you can get them under a rock, I'm under that rock. Uh, in pain, in, in pain this week for a few, some of you are just first time listeners to the Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. Let's find out why. I ran a marathon, an actual marathon, marathon, 22.6 miles. I ran it yesterday. Uh, today I'm in pain. Today I'm paying for it though. Yes, I am. I am constantly walking around like I sexually experimented with with toys. Um and I met some crazy Hungarian girl who likes to put stuff in men's behinds and I went fucking why not? So that's I'm walking like that. I went out today to uh where did I go? I was, I was out, just out, because there's no point in me mentioning places. If you're not from around here, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. So I went out today, and uh, I had that, like, that walk. I had that sexual experimental Bulgarian woman walk. Um, I could have said John Wayne. You know John Wayne after riding for hours upon hours on the terrain and a horse? But uh, uh, a lot of pain from... Hips down to my toes. Isn't that a song? From my hips down to my toes. Fuck, that's going to be stuck in my head now. So, I, uh, yeah, I ran the marathon yesterday and uh, with 3.5, three and a half weeks to go. Three and a half weeks to train for it, I should say. Um, which is very stupid on my part. Very, very stupid. Uh, let's let's talk about it. Let's let, let's let, uh, first of all, I'll talk you through the race, right? And then we'll get back to the motivation side of it and try bring it around as a full circle. Um, first of all, I so I set out yesterday and I I downloaded the app. They send you an app because it's gone virtual. It's a virtual app, and you just it says st- start and it counts down twenty six point two miles, and off you go. And during the week, I had a practice run. We're just to make sure the app works, so they send you this practice app, and I did that. I did the practice run, and the app worked fine, and they recorded my information and all that stuff. And um, so I went out to my route out on Long Island, Eastern Long Island, Calverton, which is in a hunting forest graveyard area, and it is a circuit of nine point two five miles or something. And it's a long, long circuit. And I did that, obviously. I just I ran around that a couple of times, uh, two and a bit times. And uh, so I think it was, all right, well, I need to be motivated. So I'm not the type of guy when I go to long, like if I run a short distance, what I consider a short distance is like five miles, right? I might listen to music because it helps me, it helps me uh, if I'm writing something. Right, the, the the music distracts me a little bit, so I don't really have to pay attention to that. So my brain can work on the other side, uh, which is a lot of the fancy schools do that to their kids. They'll play Mozart or something, so it distracts the 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 uh, the creative side of their brain while they're trying to focus on the other. So I kind of do the same thing when I work on um, stuff. 
so this time, but when I do long distance runs, like I listen to a podcast. So there's one guy out there that I've been a fan of for about two years now, and I'm sure you know him if you've if you've heard if you've heard him on Joe Rogan or if you've seen him on Instagram. Probably one of the most inspiring guys out there ever, which is Mr. David Goggins. He's a former Navy, Navy SEAL. I'm not gonna tell you to get his book; it'll change your life. Because look, if you're not one of those people that gets after it and goes to do stuff, then you're gonna listen to this book and like. Ah, this guy's fucking annoying me. But it's a tremendous book. That's all I say. So I downloaded his audio book. And a lot of people will tell you uh, that it's cheating to listen while you run. And I kind of agree. I kind of agree. It is somewhat cheating to listen to stuff while you run because you're supposed to feel the pain and all that stuff. Because uh, here's the thing about marathon. Let, let's, let, let's go back to it. Uh, 430 BC, I think it was. You can fact check me on that one. And basically what happens, the Greeks were fighting the Persians in a town called Marathon, right? In a, in a place called Marathon. And what happens is the Greeks beat the Persians and they got this guy and made him run back to his town, uh, which I think is Athens, to run back to Athens, uh, which is 26.2 miles, to tell everybody that the war is over. And when he got there, he died. And so the race is to honor him. It used to be, the Marathon used to be in the Olympics, by the way. But they, they took that out in uh, 1950, whatever. Uh, my 1951, I think. And I didn't look these up, by the way. I'm just like, I just like history. So that's why I'm saying I could be wrong. If I was one of those real professional podcasters, I'd have it right in front of me or I'd bring it up. But I'm going off memory here, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong. But the guy ran 26.2 miles from Marathon to Athens. And then he died. He dropped He dropped dead. And he went, we won a thump. Uh, I wonder if people go to him like the night before and go, all right, you got to carb up. You got to get to bed early. Uh, make sure you have pa- plenty of pasta. You know, um, when you stop, make sure you do take your breaks and drink plenty of Gatorade. Uh, <laughs> have a banana, even though, you know, we don't have banana trees around here very often. And maybe some gummy bears for the sugar. So, but that poor fucker just ran 26.2 miles and died. But we, what do we do every year then, right? We all get fucking 53,000 people on a bridge and we all run and we fucking act like this is, you know, this great achievement. But what, again, whatever. So anyway, so I start off and I got my audio book, uh, the David Goggins book called You Can't Hurt Me. And I go, I get out of my car, I park where I want to, right near, because I'm going to do a, a, a circuit, right? So I'm going to come right around and then I'm going to um, go to my car, change my shirt because it's sweaty, I don't want to get cold. It's a cold day, and I uh, I was going to just like go to my car quickly, eat a banana, you know, eat a banana, check some gummy bears, have some water, have some Gatorade, and then go off again on, on my on my uh, on my next circuit. So that was the plan. So I walked down to the porta potty, make sure I'm all set up, right? One last check for uh, a pee. I don't want to stop for a pee break. I don't want to waste any time. Don't want to waste any time. Speaking of time, my goal to make that was four hours uh, was my goal, which is considered an exceptional runner. That's, again, that's from the sites I went to. Again, if you're a runner, listen to this going, that's not fucking exceptional. That's average, you weirdo. Uh, that, yeah, then it, then it's, that's it then. That's, but that's what I set my goal as four miles, four hours, I should say, sorry. So I, I got up and I opened up the app, started my audio book. David Goggins was talking, and I hit start, and off I went. 
ready to listen to Dave Goggins talk me through this marathon. But the second I hit start on the app, I heard all this applause, right? I was like, what the fuck? And a gun go off. So apparently they piped in in the app, which is somewhat cool, but also annoying about like, you have done it. You've set off on a journey to do a race that not many people get to accomplish. You are going to run the New York. Ma- and I'm like, do I got to listen to this fucking bitch the whole way now for 26.2 miles? Is this the type of shit? Like, I want to listen to be inspired by David Goggins. I don't need this woman talking to me through like I'm a fucking... Everyone gets a trophy type of person. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing great. I'm like, all right, just can you... So this went on for about two or three minutes and eventually stopped. I'm like, all right, it's fine. Goggin started off again. So I'm going, nice pace, start off. So I hit about mile two and uh, then all of a sudden this guy comes on. I remember when I was a kid, I'm trying like, what the fuck? Why am I listening to you? Why am I listening to you? When I was a kid and I remember I grew up in, in, in Queens and I would watch the runners come through and I always thought to myself, I'm going to do that one day. I'm like, what the fuck has that got to do with me running? Shut up. I'm tr- you're making me lose my concentration on the book now. So then I go and I hit, I hit the five mile mark. Pace is going good. I'm happy with it. Happy with the pace. Going faster than I need to be. I'm going in around the eight miles, which is the eight mile, eight minute mile mark, which is way too fast, right? I'm going way too fast. But as I said on previous podcasts, I don't know how to slow down. Then I hit mile five and they go, you know, it tells you what mile you're on. You're at mile five and here's your pace. So I get to mile five and all of a sudden this girl comes on. And I'm like, all right, she's a running coach. So I'm like, okay, this is fair. I listen to her. So she says, uh, here you are on mile five. Now, this is the time where you kind of start to develop your own speed, your own breathing, because a lot of people get carried away when the gun goes off to get excited. And I'm like, all right, yeah. So, so I'm listening to her, and then she's doing breathing exercise. I'm like, all right, you're, now you're starting to annoy me, okay? You're starting to annoy me. A um, few little tips along the way. Don't look down at your feet. If you look down at your feet, it will change your, uh, your posture. If you change your posture, then it'll affect your muscles different. I'm like, all right, cool. These are things I never Googled, and these are things... And no one ever told me. So like, thank you so much. So I'm, I'm off. I'm off running around. It's people are, jo- people are, are bike, biking towards me, uh, waving, nodding. I'm all in. I can nod. I can say morning, morning to you. Then I came across this other couple walking a dog and they saw me running kind of, in, and I was about to just go on your left. Very, uh, very from Captain America, which I loved. Captain America, Winter Soldier. And an end game, not spoiling it, but uh, I'm running. And go and and these these lovely people that just stood into the grass. I'm like, no, 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 what are you doing? You have to get in the grass. I was just passing. Oh, thank you anyway. So off I go, running, enjoying the weather. It was beautiful, bit chilly, but still, uh, just enjoying it. Just having a enjoying the run, the breathing, the people. And then I am, you know, you're at mile nine or no mile eight. Okay, so I'm at mile eight. And then all of a sudden, it's like um, another another woman comes on. Like I I like going through uh, when I go into the Bronx and all the drummers are playing. I like to stop and take a picture. Like why? How is this helping anyone? How is this helping anyone? Right? If I was running beside her in the marathon, and if I, and this is why I don't fucking run in marathons. I've never like, like like I have a choice, right? I'm acting all of a sudden like I could do them every week if I wanted to. But this is one of the reasons why I never ever wanted to do a marathon ever for people like this. 
You imagine running all of a sudden, like, you got a good pace, 53,000 people running in front of you, and then all of a sudden she fucking stops in front of you to take a picture of a drummer, and you fucking plow into the back of her? Like, fuck! Just, to, so now, my anger is rising, which obviously interferes with your heart rate, which obviously interferes with your breathing. I'm like, all right, Mick, you gotta, gotta calm down, Mick. You gotta calm down. All right, you gotta slow, slow down. Don't let these women get to you. You're fine. Come up to my mile nine and I see my car. I'm going to jog to my car and not walk to it. So now I got it down because the last two weeks I've been running 18 miles and practicing this. Like a NASCAR team, I pulled up and door opens, shirt off, new shirt on, guzzled some water really quickly, picked up the Gatorade bottle in my hand, down the banana, fist full of gummies, closed the door, walked and I often and I said let me walk for about half a mile three quarters of a mile this is great timing change the tires everything is fine going along uh walking eating my gummy bears drinking my Gatorade come up to a garbage can drop in the Gatorade and boom I take off second run going great enjoying it join the pace it's all through the woods saw a couple fucking now <laughs> all right Something you don't want to see in a marathon. I'm sure that woman who wants to take pictures of the drummers never had to deal with this, these people before. Coming out, both of them, pulling their pants up. It'd be could be, all right, it'd be different. Like, Because listen, let's be realistic. Sometimes you got to piss. Sometimes you got to take a shit. You do. It's, it's life. It's life. But when both people park their bikes on, in the middle of the trail and just wander off and they come up fixing their pants at the same time, it's like, you di- I've never been in a house with a person whilst taking a shit, has come up to me and go, hurry up, I gotta take a shit too. That's the one thing that people are never in sync with. Never in sync with. Piss, yeah. You piss, piss, I gotta piss. Me too, I gotta also piss. Right, you would do with your brothers, remember lads? And you would cross the swords, remember? Or you would play Ghostbusters, you pissed on each other's feet. It was hilarious, right? But you never took a shit at the same time. Nobody ever wanted to shit at the same time living in a house. Simple as that. So anyway, I passed by the couple fucking... And I'm jogging again. I'm doing. I'm just. I'm loving it. I'm. I'm loving it. I'm. Ha- I'm a great time. I uh, having fun. I'm enjoying the experience. Uh, am I getting tired? A little tired. Not. Not from breathing. Like, but my legs kind of felt a little bit. You know, a little twinge here and there, but nothing crazy. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The people keep chiming in about their stories of the marathon. Uh, then a coach comes in again, you know, you're doing good, you're almost, you're at this part, point now, you hit, you now hit the half marathon, which is great, now, now I can buy a sticker, I thought, you know what, and this is where I kind of got a little bit tough, I was there, uh, once I hit the 13.1 mile, because they tell you that, because you have completed a half marathon, so in other words, I could like, I could fucking stop right now, and I could just get that sticker, 13.1, you see them everywhere, don't act like you don't, you always see that 13.1, and you go, good for them, I could, that's the point I always made. I used to make a joke about that. When you see a 13.1 sticker, it just means you quit and went home, right? Now, I said it as a joke as a comedian. I don't know the people in the, in the car in front of me. I don't know their life story. I don't know that they're building up to a full marathon and they started off with two miles. They started off with five miles. Then they go to 10 and they finally, right? I don't know someone's life story, but I always make that joke. 13.1 miles means you quit and went home. That's like if I, if I, I don't know, fucking watched half a movie and just turned it off and went, yay, 
You know that you know you know that happened to my brother once back in Ireland when Braveheart came out because back in Ireland they don't have it anymore. There was a law, um, I guess for uh, what's the name of the, the 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 part of government that does that? Fuck, I can't remember. But they're the ones that regulate how many hours you can work and you know what's safe and what's not safe. Uh, the Board of Health. And there was a, any movie over three hours, you had to give a 15-minute intermission. So I remember, when, I remember when Braveheart came out, which is probably uh, until I saw Endgame was my favorite movie. <laughs> and I, my bro, I went to see it. I was going to see it with my friend, uh, Tommy. So me and Tommy went to see it. And then we were talking to my brother the next day. He's like, what did you think of it? Like, oh, it was fucking great. How did you think of the part when they cut his head off? He's like, what? Like, my brother watched it to the intermission, thought the movie was over, and just went home. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So anyway, uh, yeah, so he would have got a half marathon sticker. He's the guy that got a half marathon sticker. So, uh, but, but uh, that's the stage where I'm like, where I go like, all right, I could just fucking throw in the towel now and get a sticker. But I don't. I keep going. I run back up again, I hit mile 18, which is, again, it's not right by my car, it's further into the woods because if it's a full circle, if I'm explaining this correctly, if it's a full circle, it's not going to bring you into um, exact same point, right? So now I'm further into the woods, but I'm on these bitches of hills. I'm like, fuck, these hills are murder, like just insane. So I, I, I go for the hill. Uh, I make it. I'm like, okay, I could walk now if I wanted to because this is where I take my next walk break. I was like, nope, you know what? My car is up there. If I jog up to it, it's about a quarter of a mile. Uh, it will save me some time. It will save me some time in the long run. So I jog up to my car and then I open it, try to do the, the but the weird thing is, right? Now I don't have to change my shirt. My shirt isn't wet. I'm thinking, why? And then I realize I'm not sweating anymore. So I'm thinking what happened is I ran out of, uh, I was dehydrated because there was no more sweat coming out of me. So I was thinking like, all right, this is bad. I stopped in the car just to lean in and my legs wouldn't move. I'm like, fuck, I'm done. That's it, I'm done. So I started to eat a banana and I started to walk around in a circle while I was grabbing my shit, you know, walking in a circle, grabbing the gummy bears, taking more and more water. And then I walked off, took another Gatorade at me and I walked the trail again. And I, so I walked a little bit more than a mile this time. And then I start running and my, that's when the pain kicked in. That last six miles is when the pain, it was a wall like I never, ever hit before. I went, fuck it. Keep on moving. I knew where I was on the track. I was like, it's all pretty much flat and downhill from here. Now, the back part of the track, which I'm trying to do the math in my head now, because it's a circle and it doesn't, this point brings you to, if that, if that makes sense, you're going to be further back on the circle. I'm hoping I'm not near the hardest part, which is up these big hills. Uh, and so I'm trying to calculate that in my head. But I keep running. I go, I hit mile 24. I stopped when Jesus Christ I had to walk. I don't know what it was. My legs were cramping, uh, stinging. And I said, fuck it. I, I got to walk. So I walked for maybe a quarter of a mile. And then I start running. And of course, here comes the big hill. Jesus Christ. If you're ever, if you're from Long Island, you're out there and you drive out near Calverton and you see the McPherson Community Center, it's on your right. That big steep hill I had to run, which is about a mile and a half. So I'm like, fuck, I get a nice little pace up the hill and then here comes, 
here comes the girl again. And she's like, you're almost at the finish line. You're almost there. You're doing great. Now, this whole trip, I'm shitting on her. Like, will you shut up? You're interrupting me. God damn it, I can't do nothing. Like, why the fuck do I need? And then all of a sudden, this girl comes on. She goes, you're doing great. I'm like, literally tears in my eyes. Like, I know. I'm doing great. I die. Oh, tell me how good I'm doing, please. And she was like, the, fi- the finish line is just 100 meters away. I can see it. I can see the fucking thing. And then I'm expecting to cross this invisible finish line i'm expecting to follow this cross this invisible finish line and all of a sudden fireworks go off in my ear like the app and and you'll hear people cheering and it's like i get to the 62.2 and it goes you're done i go what the fuck that's it you're done after this whole time you nagging me this whole time telling me give me the history of people fucking taking pictures of the skyline and drums and that that's how you end it just like that like, fuck. So now, I finished it. Didn't compute. I immediately just looked at the app to make sure, like, okay, do I got to pause it? Do I got to register? Because if I don't, I don't get the credit for it. Not that I want the credit for it. I, I'll talk about that in a moment. I don't really need the credit for it once I did it. I realized, I don't give a shit. Don't send me a medal. I don't care. I don't need it. I don't need a medal to pat myself on the back and go, hey, look what I did. Right? I don't want to sit on it. I'm going to move on. But we'll talk about it again in a second. So... Now I'm like, all right, what do I do? I can't walk. I'm probably four and a half miles away from my car. Four and a half miles away from my car. I'm like, all right, how do I get to my car walking like like this in pain? So then I see like there's a shortcut. This is very hard to explain. There's a few pickup trucks parked that I jog by. And I see this long, straight, dusty road. Like it's a long road. Do you ever see like a, a road so long and straight that... If someone told you, like, that's five miles, and you're like, really? But I can see the end of it. It was like, there's plenty of them in Ireland. You could just see for miles. So I see this one road, and I know it cuts out the whole wooded area. I'm like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk up this road. I know for a fact I can see the fence two miles in the distance. Like, I'm going to cut two miles off my journey. So I start walking through the dust road. I don't give a shit if I get my sneakers dirty at this stage, right? I'm in a Baltimore Florida marathon, so it's not like they're fashion accessories. So I jog, I, I walk, jog my arse. There's all, about four or five pickup trucks, and there's these two old guys standing outside just talking. And I limp, and they're used to seeing runners and cyclists because they're right on the path. So I start limping. I'm walking through. I'm maybe maybe like 200 meters in, 200 yards into the into the field for, of my shortcut, and I hear. <laughs> fuck is this sounds like someone's hammering you know like they're like they're like they're building a house and they're just like one shots and a hammer and then i see this sign and it says warning you are walking into a heavily hunting area i go what the fuck so i'm walking through like a fucking deer in 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 a jogging outfit fucking like i could get shot with an arrow with a gut with a butt i'm like you fucking idiot so i turn around and start walking back and i see the two old guys there and they go, you all right, man? I go, yeah, I am. And he goes, oh, yeah, we were wondering what you were going in there for. That's that's a hunting zone. I go, you don't think when you saw a guy dressed like this with, like, knee braces on, shorts, and a fucking T-shirt, limping, really nice sneakers, that you wouldn't go, hey, man, I don't think you should be walking up there. Did you fucking think I was going to go up there and just try out, run a bullet? Or I was going to, this is, like, I hunt, but I just chased the deer down and fucking dive on him, pull him to the ground, you fucking idiots. 
So I had to walk back. I walk back and, I, and I, you know, I, I send a few text messages along the way and whatever. Yeah, I got home safe and, you know, I texted a few people who were asking me about it. And I sat in my car, didn't really have to change my clothes because it wasn't really sweaty because of the, the, the dehydration. First one, I was first round, I was really sweaty. But the, the last one, I just, no, nothing. Like nothing, no, but dry as a bone. But I did it, right? And here's here's the thing. Now, like I said, I don't I don't want to, I, I, my time, by the way, was 4.08. I set a goal for four four hours, but I did it in 4.08. And I was a bit bummed, actually, believe it or not. And, um, you know, I don't want a medal. The medal's going to come and the medal's going to go. And, but I'm, all I'm thinking about is like, okay, what's next, right? If I get that now, do I become fat? Do I just sit on my arse and I take a few days to heal, right? I got an old injury from doing pull-ups and stuff on my elbow that I'll, I'll probably let that heal. So I'll probably take a week off. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to sit on it. I'm going to see what's next. Maybe I'll do one more marathon, right? Just going out to do a marathon, not registering anywhere, not doing, uh, you know, not making a deal of it, not posting about it. The reason why I posted so much about it is because I, I really did try to raise money for St. Jude's and I set a goal of 5,000. I was way off. I only raised 1,500 and change. Um, but if you did donate, thank you so much. Um, but I did it for, I did it just, here's what started me doing it. It was like I would run around the field, and I was listening to the, 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 the book Lone Survivor. Uh, Marcus Luttrell. They made the movie about it, starring, starring Mark Wahlberg, about the guy who was up up the uh, the mountains, and they got attacked by the Taliban, and he's the only one who survived. And I remember reading his book, and I was running five miles, and I remember feeling a little bit tired, and I thought, what the fuck am I tired about? Listen to this guy's story. So let me just go for seven, and I hit seven. And then I went for ten. I said, fuck it, I'm still listening to the book. Let me go for ten. And I made 10 miles and then I was thinking like this whole time I've been in this comfort zone of five miles and I'm thinking to myself, what else am I, like what else am I leaving on the table? You know, what, what am I really capable of doing now? And, and I've always worked hard with, with, you know, with stand up and, you know, being a fighter and all that kind of stuff back in the day. But what have I been leaving on the table? And I, and I remember I just, so I was, and one thing that when I was jogging on the night, two nights, three nights beforehand, when I was testing the app out, I did a 10-mile run. And I was running through the same running track. I did one lap in a piece, and then I walked back. So I did 11 miles. and walked the last mile, but I ran 10. Along the way, I caught up with these two guys who they left maybe 10, 15 minutes before me in the parking lot. I eventually caught them, caught up with them. And they said, were you the guy, were you in the parking lot just there? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, you caught up with me, man. You're doing a good pace. And again, that's all, that's all I, know, I know how to do. I only know how to do that pace. And I still haven't grasped how to slow it down yet. And, and uh, I've had a lot of friends in there who are great runners, like uh, my friend Joey Gerentano um, and my friend Jason Kehoe in Ireland, you know, gave me great advice. And they both said, you got to slow it down. But I, I, I just... Something maybe I'll work on, but I, I didn't know how to slow down. And that's not out of ego or arrogance. I just physically didn't know how to slow down. So I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm running around talking to this guy and we're jogging side by side at this, this stage. And he said to me, um, he said, you know, we got talking about the, I told him about the marathon, I'm doing it next week. I mean, I'm doing it a few days, I should say. And he's like, oh, really? Yeah, how long have you been training? And I went three and a half weeks. 
And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, three and a half weeks. And he goes, have you learned to do your pace yet? And I told him the same thing I just said to you, but I don't know how to slow down and blah, blah, blah. And he went, yeah, you're fucked. You're not going to do it. And just like that, I went, all right, man, well, you have a great day. And I, 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 I took off even faster. Wasn't recording my speed. This app at that time didn't record your speed. It does for, it just records your distance. And I took off and uh, when I was done, I hit 11 miles, a 10 miles, sorry. I walked back for 11 and then I, all of a sudden the backs of my legs felt tight. I'm like, fuck, I pulled something. I pulled something just trying to prove a point. And I didn't want to say anything online. I didn't want to say it, but my ankles, both, both my ankles were kind of um, wrapped up. Not out of, uh, to be cautious, but because there were, I was in pain the day before the race, because I'd fucking push myself too much just to prove a point to these assholes. But I'm glad I did in a way, because here's what I learned. There's no limit to what, and I know it's going to sound douchey or whatever. Or it's a shitty way to, to end the podcast, but I'm nothing special. I'm a normal person. I'm a normal, normal, everyday person that isn't gifted with any athletic ability that it's just, it's all the mind. I've only used, if you've only ran five miles and you try do 10, it's tough. But you can do it. If you can run 10, you can run 15. If you can run 15, you can run 26.2 miles. I'm, I'm nobody special. I'm not gifted in any way. I wasn't born with better genetics. If anything, I'm Irish. I'm born with the worst fucking genetics ever. Uh, come look, come with me to a gym. Watch me lift with with these muscular guys. Lift the same weight as them, and then not look. I just look like a fucking potato with that that tries to work out. I'm not in great shape. Um, but I'm I'm nothing special. I'm I'm just like you. I'm a normal person. Uh, I don't have any disabilities, thank God. If you do, I know your struggles and, uh, you know, it's 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 tough out there. But I, I have, there's nothing stopping anyone out there. And once you do something like, like, once you push yourself, you know, you'll realize what have you been leaving on the table this whole time? What can you do to just better yourself? And if I get this medal in the mail in a few weeks, um... I didn't even look at the leaderboard. I got an email and I looked at the email, which I didn't know what it was for. Uh, it said I was uh, 51st. I was 51st out of 982 people because people have till November 1st to complete it. So they just gave me my score. I was in the top. I was 51 in on, on just under 1,000. But, um, you know, don't... When that guy said I couldn't do it and I was fucked and I had a lot of family and friends not support me. Um, what I mean by that, it was never like, really, you're going to do it? Best of luck to you. If you tell them I was doing it, you wouldn't get a response. Uh, you wouldn't get like a like on Facebook. You wouldn't get anything. Not Nothing. Wouldn't share Wouldn't share uh, my thing for St. Jude's. Because I think if you tell someone you're going to do something like that, you're a mirror to them. And what they're looking at is something that they're not. And they think just because... They can't do it. They're going to think you can't do it. And here's what I'll tell you is don't let any fucker, don't let any fucker tell you you can't do anything. No matter what it is, no matter how 
big the goal is, man, just fucking go for it and, and do it. Educate yourself about it if you want to. I wish I'd educated myself a little bit more about marathons. I didn't. I took a crash course in three and a half weeks, and it's all from going online and Googling and different responses and you know, the night before the race, make sure you run two miles. Some people say, don't run. Make sure you jump into a bag, a bath full of ice and all different things. There's so much different advice out there, but no matter what it is, I'm not even talking about a marathon. It could be anything. If you're at school and you have to finish an assignment, if you're a job and you have a fucking sales goal, if no matter, no matter what it is, if you want to start a business, if you want to fucking, whatever you want to do, all I will tell you right now is don't let any fucker tell you you can't do it because if I can do it you can do it and I'm not fucking I'm not bullshitting I am nothing special if anyone knows me truly knows me knows I am the last person to believe in me but I will not let you fucking tell me I can't do it that's what I will say so thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Thanks for all the support. Uh, for those of you who did like it, who did uh, share it with, with, for St. Jude's, we raised over $1,500 for St. Jude's. Look, it's not near what I wanted to, to, to raise, but you know what? I'm sure every little bit helps. Um, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks so much for sharing. I'll talk to you soon and uh, be good. And as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. All right, good luck to you. Good luck.